재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul and surrounding areas. Well, what are Koreans buzzing about this week? What's lighting up their Twitter feeds and their social media postings? We pay close attention to that, to what Koreans are saying to each other in mainstream or social media as our way of getting the week started and tapping into the Korean mindset. It's called Culture Pulse, and on Mondays, we are joined by guest host Violet Kim here in the studio. Hey, Violet. Hi, Kurt. So, topic number one today, uh, one of the staples, I guess, of modern urban life, uh, the apartment or the apatu. Right. Some people... thinking there might be another way to go than to uh, stack family upon family in these uh, skyscraper apartments. Right. They're a, they are a huge part of the landscape here, not mm-hmm. just in Seoul, but I guess on the outskirts of Seoul and sure. other cities as well. Yeah. It's hard to imagine, actually, like the Seoul horizon without those... Those are the clusters, and they're one of the striking things when you first get to Korea Mm -hmm. is these, they're very boxy, they usually have a company logo on them, and they have one, two, three, four, five, you know, the Uh dong, and, um, you know, they're not, they're practical, they're not the most beautiful things to look at sometimes. And I feel like they're kind of the default place where people live. Um, I think most people tend to be surprised when you say that you live in a house rather than an apartment. Yeah, it's it's, it's the exception to the rule. Right. Apatu and the whole apatu ecosystem, Mm -hmm. uh, I will be the first to admit, is very convenient. You know, I've got friends that live in apatu and it's like a self-contained world, you know. Mm -hmm. So... People are starting to get away from that. Maybe they don't want this uniform experience. They want to, to try a house. And right. That, that's one of the reasons for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that, does that mean they get out of Seoul? Because there are fewer and fewer, you know, house or jutek all the like time. I feel like they're related trends. So okay. according to one SBS report, because of the rising costs of living in apartments, living in houses is becoming more popular. Hmm. So by rising costs, the Korean actually said the rising jeonse. which is the huge deposit that you put down and instead of paying rent. Instead of paying rent, you put down a large chunk. This can be more than 100,000 bucks. Almost the cost of a house. Yeah. Right. But this tonte uh, is rising. And because of this, people are no longer able to afford sure. apartments. If they even accept tonte at all. Right. Most of these arrangements are going to what you say now, monthly right. rent right. that you don't get back. Right. Hmm. But if you want to stay with Chunze, you're going to have to pay even more. And Big so time. it's uh, along with this rise in cost, the sales of houses rose by 25% last year compared to the previous year and to an unprecedented degree. So never have there been so many houses sold and bought on the market. And the sale of houses in the capital area, so Seoul and Gyeonggi, rose by 51%. People say there's a bubble. Mm-hmm. The question is, if there's a bubble, when does that bubble pop? Right. <laughs> yeah. So when do you get out? Who is it that's interested in um, getting out of the apatu life and getting into maybe a house? Well, according to the report, the sales come to, uh, the sales. They attribute the sales to a consumer base of people in their 30s and 40s who okay. want to raise pets and just have more space. Yeah. So early family life kind of thing. Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. But the comments did raise an important point that you need the purchasing power to be able to enjoy the power of deciding between houses and apartments. Mm. So it's not always about like... Oh, I'm too poor to afford an apartment, Chunse. Mm-hmm. So I'll buy a house. 
I see. It's not always about that. And quite often it has to do with the um, what the family wants. I mean, it's usually yes. the parents, quite often the parents, who right. put up a big chunk for the newly married couple, That's right? That's very true. Right. All right, we've got some actual commentary from people reacting to this in our social media elements. Let's hear it. In the spring, you have to weed the garden and trim the trees. In the summer, there's the air conditioning bill, and more weeding, and mosquitoes. More wetting in the autumn, and raking leaves. In the winter the heating bill is crazy, and you have to shovel snow. There are always things to fix. Those used to apartment living won't be able to handle it. Houses are the best. No need to worry about noisy neighbors on the floor above you, or about bothering others on the floor below. And you can grill meat without the smell traveling to other apartments. But not all houses are less expensive than apartments. I'd just go to the suburbs outside of Seoul instead. There are better houses there. So, Violet, some pros and cons. Uh, Got some some real pros for apartments and some pros for houses. Mm -hmm. Grill that meat without the smell. He's got his priorities right. He's got his priorities right. I tell you, I've lived for the last two years in a Jutek, a house. Mm -hmm. And that thing about the heat, the heat bills are nuts, Uh, especially with these uh, harsh winters we've had over the last two years. So, you know, apartments are more efficient, that's for sure. Right. And if you have lived in an apartment, you definitely get used to these little Mm -hmm. conveniences that I think... Maybe you don't really assume when mm-hmm. you, you landscaping in a house. and right. yeah, uh, and all of that and mm-hmm. elevators. Okay, so uh, what more do we have to say about this? Uh, this housing, this this house thing, moving mm-hmm. to private small houses. Right. that's still very niche, isn't it? It's not uh, the mainstream thought. I think it's becoming gradually more and more mainstream. Um, like you said, a lot of it does come from alternative lifestyle choices. It's related to just I want to live differently. So maybe related to micro housing things like that but i think there's also an economic reason that people are leaving chunse is rising and so yes. people are forced to leave maybe you don't want to live in a tandok jutek maybe you don't want to live in kyonggi yeah. another report from mbn says there are many people who are sort of they called it an exodus, yeah. leaving Seoul for the, they called it the provinces, but basically they mean Gyeonggi province. Yeah, basically resigning themselves mm-hmm. to the fact that it, it's urban flight, right. you know, uh, the, the, it's getting too expensive to live smack in the city. Yes. And so we have to go fan out uh, to maybe a, a smaller house or someplace in the suburbs where there aren't these huge apartment developments. Right, but I'd be interested to see a, a Seoul or a Korea where not everyone's living in an apartment. Yeah. Because I think... Uh, to a large extent, a lot of people still regard apartments as kind of the most convenient way to live. No doubt. Mm-hmm. I love that micro-housing idea. Someday we should talk about that. Yeah. Topic number two, the election is in nine days, and uh, other countries have this uh, issue, too, where young people aren't terribly motivated to vote, are they? Right, right. Um, it, yeah, with with exceptions, of course. Sure. Um but I feel like it's, maybe this is because I'm Korean, but I feel like it's particularly a big issue here. Mm-hmm. The rate, the voter turnout among voters in their 20s is notoriously low, always the lowest. And um, so I guess like 
voting and being politically active is not cool. It's not cool. It's and, not cool. you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Violet, but mm-hmm. um, the the election culture mm-hmm. here in Korea, mm-hmm. it strikes me that it's not... Uh, sort of millennially chic, you know, it's, 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 it's quite, um, you know, they wear their matching jackets with the mm-hmm. slogans and they wave. <laughs> it's very pro forma. Right. It seems like a very middle-aged kind of endeavor. Right. Uh, in the people that are canvassing and campaigning, right. they're not really engaging the young voters. They tend to be, you know, middle-aged housewives, things right. like that, or right. middle-aged uh, candidates sometimes, right. and they're shaking hands of other middle-aged people. Right. I don't see, like you would see in other countries, um, sort of the social media outrage trying to be hip, enlisting right. celebrities, although they do enlist some celebrities, don't well, they? We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, according to some of the art comments in an article that expressed skepticism about whether there would be a large voter turnout, because, I mean, we do talk about angry university students, but mm. is that going to lead to a higher voter turnout? A lot of the comments were skeptical, saying that... Um, they didn't think that university students were going to vote. And the article actually connected this to the fact that no, uni- very few university students these days vote for the student council or are active in university politics. Uh-huh. I don't know how strong that argument is, but the university students that chimed in in the comments were saying things like it's cooler now among some people, not all people, but some people to be cynical and politically apathetic and just go, you know, like all the choices are nonsense anyway. Yeah, right. So just cynical about the whole process and my vote doesn't really make a difference anyway and one candidate is the same as another candidate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean that's political apathy in a... um, in a nutshell. In a nutshell. So what, uh, what's being done to, to get younger voters? Um, you mentioned that to an extent celebrities are being uh, roped in to do messages. They're also doing uh, sort of clever advertisements and public service announcements, things it's like that. It's definitely clever, I guess, in a way. Well, they did put a lot of thought in trying to be clever. So the National Election Commission probably felt the same way. They felt this problem, voting needs to be cooler. So... They uh, maybe that's what motivated them to produce and release a now deleted controversial video <laughs> PSA to attract younger voters to booths. Okay. So this recent ad, it's about a minute long. It featured a young man and a woman on a blind date, a sogeting. Okay. okay. And the woman asks the man innuendo-laden questions, and obviously at the end, it's revealed that she's talking about voting. Mm. The questions are meant to be intentionally misleading and suggest something much less mm-hmm. political. So ah, she asks, "Have you ever done that? You mm. know that thing you're thinking about?" And the man, like, imagines kissing the girl, and he goes, "Whoa, this is moving really fast." And you know, she goes, "Do you want to do that?" with me Uh and you know it's voting but it's very stilted a little clumsy right it's kind of a forced metaphor isn't it right and it misses the mark yeah it misses the mark and so um, I imagine, um, especially if you're targeting, you know, these millennials and hi- supposedly hip people. Um, right. The people who actually did flat. care didn't care. Right. And I'm sure the people who didn't care probably thought, what is this? And just moved on. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it right. worked. We'll see when uh, Election Day comes what percentage of these younger voters uh, actually went in. Uh, last topic today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mentioned this briefly last week. Korea is getting very uh, – it's really turning up its game in terms of discouraging cigarette smokers from even buying buying the things with the packaging. Right, Mm. right. So it started with raising the prices of cigarettes Mm -hmm. and banning cigarette smoking indoors, you know, introducing cigarette smoking zones on the streets. And now they're trying to do that thing where they put pictures of people with lung cancer, just rotting hearts on 
cigarette boxes. Mm-hmm. And so 10 different photos yep. are, have been uh, now approved, and these are the warning photos. I'm sure you've seen them Yeah, in other I mean, and I've seen them in other countries. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, laryngeal cancer and just right. really gross photos. Let's right. just put it simply. Right. Uh, the interesting thing is they were introduced along with a bill for improving public health, but there was a caveat that the photos should not provoke excessive disgust. Okay. So the J- uh, JTBC reporter interviewed random people off the street and asked them how they felt about these photos. And how do they feel? Um, differing opinions. You know, some people thought the photo should be punchier. Others yeah. thought smokers will smoke regardless. Um, and the comments thought they should put warning labels on alcohol bottles as Have well. Have you seen the commercial where the guy, the, they go into the convenience store and um, say, they say, I'd like one lung cancer, please. Or oh. I'd like one stroke, please, okay. instead of ordering cigarettes. <laughs> it's a very effective ad. I okay, think. okay. Like yeah, that. we'll see if uh, smoking goes down. I bet you it will. The price thing is probably going to impact as much as the advertising. That's yes. all we have time for, Violet. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Kurt. And Careerscape comes back right after this.